Good. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time uh, seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady on the internet? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Things like making sure that you have your article of incorporation with the state, uh, having your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure that you have um, contract templates for clients and partners, um, excuse me, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, and uh, hiring and training strategies so people uh, don't sue you for discrimination, all right? I help you do all of these things. If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that is why I'm here. Uh, yes. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for some guidance from a legal professional, I'm here for you. Okay. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. Um, as well at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is where you can download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast because you're not going to be able to make every live broadcast, but you can catch up on them at your leisure at, on the YouTube channel or the podcast. Um, as well, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can get um, my digital products, my ebooks and uh, video trainings on a multitude of topics. We've got um, on, on every different aspect of business formation. And last but not least, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can get this cute little mug and this cute t-shirt. All right. If you love the show and you want to support um, you can get your show merch. Uh, uh, Toby apparently does not want to be on TV anymore, so I'm going to let him... Oh, okay. You okay? All right. So, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm for all your NPL consulting needs. All right? So, now we have gone through the... Uh, did I press live on this? Oh, yeah. We've gone through the... Uh, business portion. Let's get to the show and why we are here. All right. So just in case somebody may be watching for the first time, um, this is how the show works. I pull stories from the news, from blog sites, anywhere I find inspiration. You guys send me stories all the time. 
um, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them, okay? So this is a time for you to get involved. This is a time for you to uh, ask your questions and give your comments as long as they're respectful. Um, I will be asking you to give me some emojis. I'll be asking you to give me, uh, you know, your, your, what you think, I'll be asking what you think about certain things. So please, you know, have your fingers ready as long as you're not driving. If you're driving, keep them hands on Z wheel. Okay. Hey, Obed. All right. All right. And, uh, before we start, I want to remind you guys that's today, um, or tonight will be our only show this week. Uh, I am headed for paradise tomorrow. This time tomorrow, I will be on the beautiful beaches of St. Martin celebrating, uh, my cousin's birthday. Um, so we will not have a show Tuesday or Wednesday, but, uh, so, so tonight's the only night. Okay. All right. So now that we have gone through all the housekeeping stuff, uh, it's time to start the show. Okay. Oh, bad. I'm glad you're here. All right. Our first story of the evening. This is an update, um, on our, uh, on a story we've done before. Oh, but have you ever met my dog? I don't think you have. Uh, anyway, but, uh, this is a story, a story update on cars for kids. If you do not remember us talking about this story. So there are two nonprofit organizations. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, there are two nonprofit organizations that, um, that, that go by the name Cars for Kids. And, you know, the purpose of them is to, you know, get vehicles for low-income families, right? The problem is one of the Cars for Kids, um, um, one of them started years before the other one, and uh, they basically sued for infringement. So you had Cars, cars with a C, Cars for Kids, sued Cars with a K, Cars for Kids, for trademark infringement, Right. And, um, cars, uh, and cars for cars with a C, they did not have Hey, Margaret, they did not have, um, a legal copyright, like a registered copyright that was registered with the USPTO. They, um, basically have just been operating for over two decades and have amassed common law trademark rights. Okay. So they sued cars with a K cars for kids for trademark infringement. And, um, cars and cars for kids, cars with a K, they actually won, um, their, their, uh, the infringement suit. They sued cars for kids because they said that they had filed a trademark and cars for kids was violating their trademark. But what cars for kids never did was challenge the original charge for, oh, this is actually, you know what? I don't want to talk about this story because it gets too complicated with the C's and the K's. So we're going to scrap that story and maybe we'll do it on the end because it's, it's too many cars and whatever. Okay. We're going to move to our second story of the evening. Okay. Has anybody here ever been to Oklahoma? If you have been to the state of Oklahoma, give me an okay in the comments. If you have been to the state of Oklahoma, Give me an okay in the comments. What, you want to go? Okay, if you've ever been to Oklahoma. If you're trying to go, go. All right. All right. We'll come back to cars for kids later. It's just too many cars and my brain is all over the place. Hello, P. Fitz B. 
Dr. Obed Magni has not been to Oklahoma yet. Hey, Zephyrina. All right. So apparently nobody who's watching right now has been to Oklahoma. If you're watching on the replay, let me know if you've been to Oklahoma, right? Now, um, in Oklahoma, there is a, like, um, a park. It's basically a huge, um, amusement park called Tulsa's Gathering Place. It is 66.5 acres. It was established, they opened in 2018, and it cost them about $400 million to build this, uh, huge park thing, right? Um, now this is happening in Tulsa. Now about an hour and a half away in Shawnee, Oklahoma, not Pawnee, like, uh, Parks and Rec, but in Shawnee, Oklahoma, um, a coffee shop named themselves, uh, get the gathering place coffee company. Okay. Um, and they marketed themselves as an event space and a coffee shop. Now. Tulsa's gathering place, they have a trademark on the phrase gathering place, right? So when they found out um, there was this coffee shop in Shawnee uh, that was going by the gathering place, you know, their ears pricked up. And then apparently some fans of the park um, got the two places confused. I don't know how, but they were complaining to the park about the coffee shop. So Tulsa's Gathering Place has sued the Gathering Place coffee, coffee Company for trademark infringement, right? Now, the Gathering Place in Shawnee, Oklahoma, they're like, hey, we don't even know how people are confusing this because we're an hour and a half away from Tulsa's Gathering Place. So we don't think that this lawsuit has any merit. So I wanted to bring this to you guys tonight. And I wanted you to ask the question, uh, I wanted to ask you the question, is, is there a possibility of confusion when two places have similar names, but they are an hour and a half away from each other? Because you have Tulsa's Gathering Place, and then you have the Gathering Place Coffee Company, right? They're an hour and a half apart, 90 minutes. So, do you think that there is a credible threat of brand confusion between Tulsa's Gathering Place, this huge multi-million dollar park, and this coffee shop that's an hour and a half away? What do you guys think? What do you think? A, A, what do you... For me... Look, I don't know what goes on in the Midwest. As far as I know, I like I feel like things are pretty spaced out in Oklahoma in general. Again, I don't know much about Oklahoma. Hi, Brandon. But I feel like it's not uncommon to drive an hour or so for something to do in the Midwest. So for me, I think there's possibility there's a possibility maybe there is of confusion. Margaret said, yes, people travel. So distance doesn't matter. It's too close. Okay. So you're saying distance doesn't matter. So Margaret, what if it was Tulsa's gathering place in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but then you had gathering place coffee company in Minnesota. Would that make a difference? Let me know what you think about that. Okay. 
Um, Zephyrina said it's very common to travel for fun. Right. We know people travel, but what I want to know from you guys is what the, the coffee company is saying, look, we're far enough away from this park that there shouldn't be any confusion. And I'm asking you guys is an hour and a half, you know, a, a reasonable amount of time. Margaret said no. Um, okay. Margaret's sticking to her guns. Hi, bar happy. Okay. I feel like there's more of a possibility of confusion within the state. I feel like if the, if this coffee place was maybe outside of the state of Oklahoma, it wouldn't be such an issue, but because it's within the state and I don't think an hour and a half is, you know, that, um, crazy of a distance, particularly for that area of the country. So, um, I, I think there is a possibility of confusion. Zephyrina said, no, I would think they were associated. Okay. So Margaret and Zephyrina think that it's too close. Does anybody else have an opinion? <laughs> Margaret said it's infringement period. Okay. She said, I want to hear nothing. Full stop infringement. Okay. Margaret's out here being the infringement police y'all. Okay. All right. So we will wait and see what happens. Hi, Jora, Jora, Jora E. Actress. Ooh, are you an actress? Ooh. Um, yes. <laughs> Zephyrina said, go Margaret. <laughs> All right. So good luck to Tulsa's gathering place. If there is an update, I will definitely um, bring it to you guys. Okay. Uh, before we go into our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday uh, live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is, um, no, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance to help you with your paperwork, you know, and get you legit so that you can get what you need, um, hit me up, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. All right. Moving on to our next story. Uh, has anybody here, have any of you heard of a rapper who goes by the moniker IDK? There is a young man, he's a rapper and his stage name is IDK. If you have heard of IDK, give me an IDK in the comments. If you don't know who I'm talking about, just give me a question mark. If you know who IDK is, put IDK in the comments. If you don't know who I'm talking about, give me a question mark. Um, Zephyrina said no. Okay. Look, you know, I, I'm, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm, I'm not hip anymore. I don't know who these rappers are. I don't understand how they... <laughs> okay, Margaret has heard of it vaguely. I'm sure that's because of your granddaughter. I don't have children in my life like that. Um, <clears throat> no, IDK, IDK is... Okay, okay. So most of us don't know who IDK is. Margaret kind of knows, right? Well, uh, Mr. IDK, <laughs> his given name is Jason Aaron Mills. He's actually from this area of the country. <laughs> no idea who IDK is. Uh, he's actually from Maryland. He is 29 years old and he has, uh, recently made an achievement. Um, he's, he's been, he's been very successful. He's had some radio success as well. He teaches, um, a course about, you know, um, the music business at, at Harvard, um, business school. 
but he has recently achieved uh, another milestone. He has uh, been able to trademark the acronym IDK, his stage name. He has trademarked it. Um, so you cannot use IDK if you are a, an artist. Now, he's not trademarked it for everything. This is for, you know, music recordings, performances, stage names, things like this. So there cannot be another artist coming up calling themselves IDK. And Mr. Mills, in celebration of his trademark, he said, uh, talk to me before you use that ish, okay? So, hey, weekend folk. So, um, so yeah, so uh, Jason Mills, IDK, however you want to address him. Um, oh, yeah, Zephyrina, you can definitely use it on t-shirts and cups. Remember, when you trademark, um, when you trademark a word, a logo, a phrase, right? You trademark it within your industry, right? So we have Apple. They, Apple is trademarked within, for, within technology, right? We have, um, we have, um, here's a perfect example. We have Dove Chocolates and Dove Soap. Why can the two exist? Because they're in two completely different categories. One is soap and one is candy. So you can have two different trademarks that are the same thing, but they're in two, they're in two different industries, okay? Um, so Mr. IDK, he's basically carved out a little space for himself in the area of musical entertainment, all right? Okay, so g congratulations to Mr. IDK. <laughs> Uh, you know, I wish him much success. Okay. Um, Zephyrina said, makes perfect sense. I like the dove example. Oh, yay. Great. Okay. Moving on to our, our last story of the evening. And then I will try and, you know, rework this cars for kids thing. Cause it just got my tongue all tied. Right. And then Toby was here and it was a whole thing. Um, but if you are, no, everybody here knows who Marv L is. Tell me your favorite Marvel character or movie. In the comments right now, whether you're watching live or you are watching the replay, tell me who your favorite Marvel character is or what your favorite Marvel movie is or Mar Marvel. Apparently it's pronounced Marvel. Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, Dr. Obed Magny's favorite Marvel character is Juggernaut. Okay. All right, that's not a common one. I like the uniqueness. Anybody else? My favorites, I'm, I'm an X-Men girl, so I'm going to go with Wolverine. Love um, Storm. If we're going with, like, the Avengers, of course, Black Panther. Yeah. Hey, Lolo. Lolo, um, can you please tell me who your favorite Marvel character or Marvel or what your favorite Marvel movie is? Okay. Cause Disney is in a bit of a, of a, of a tizzy. Uh, Lolo Fawn said Black Panther and Festos. Okay. Margaret Massey, um, Margaret, uh, Superman is DC. He's not Marvel. Um, okay. Okay. Um, Yes, Venom is Marvel, because he's akin to Spider-Man. Yes, Venom is Marvel. Superman's DC. All right? Okay, so, so we all have our favorite characters within the Marvel universe, right? Um, but, you know, these characters didn't pop up out of nowhere. 
people created these characters. Now, the most famous Marvel um, character creator we know, you know, is probably Stan Lee. He was in all of the movies, you know, had his little bit parts, and, you know, I was really sad when he passed. Stan Lee, you know, he's he's a prominent uh, character creator within Marvel, but Stan Lee is not the only person who created char- characters in the Marvel Universe. Um, so, uh, several, several, um, creators who worked for Marvel, their estates, or they themselves, they are suing Disney for the rights for the characters that they created. They want the rights to revert back to them. If you didn't know, in copyright law, if you, um, if you license out a work, right, um, like music, like if you sign a deal with a record company and they keep your copyrights, after you, remember when we talked about Anita B- a Baker, after about 35 years and if all your contracts are done, your copyrights are supposed to revert back to you, right? Or you can apply for them to revert back. Well, um, Steve Ditko, who was the creator of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, as well as, um, a, a gentleman by the name of Larry Lieber, um, their estates are suing Disney for the copyrights to the characters they created. Now, if these um, if these copyrights were to be reverted to these estates, that would mean that Disney would have to split millions, if not billions, of dollars with these families. Um, because they would own the rights to the characters, right? So I want to know from you guys. Now, uh, before we, before I even ask the question, now on Disney's side, Disney is saying there are no copyrights. These were works for hire. They're saying basically we hired these people to make these characters for us. Therefore, they don't have rights to it. And their families are saying, no, they created these, you know, independently and they deserve the rights. Hello, loving MJ. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that the people who created the Marvel characters, do they have, um, you know, legal rights to the copyrights of these characters or is, does that remain with Disney who has, you know, since brought Marvel back into the fold? Is Steve Ditko's family, are they just reaching, trying to be greedy or do they have a right to want a piece of that Spider-Man Doctor Strange money? What do you guys think? Because they're basically saying, look, my daddy created Doc- a Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. You're making these millions of dollars, but my daddy created it. So we want you to give us back the copyrights from the characters my daddy created so that we can get some of this money, right? That's what the family wants. Disney is saying, no, we hired your daddy to make these characters for us. We didn't, we didn't purchase it from him. We hired him specifically to make it for us. So I want to know from you guys, who do you think has better standing here? Do you think that Steve Ditko's family should be trying to get the copyrights for Spider-Man and Doctor Strange reverted to them? Or do you think that, you know, this is just a money grab? 
Um, Margaret said remains with Disney. They have a right to want a share, but they have no protection. Well, they're trying to use copyright law to extend that protection because there is a law that allows you to revert a copyright back after a certain number of years if you are the creator of the work. So that is what the family's trying to do right now. Hello, S. Charlisha. Anyway, so what? Because think about that, guys. Because if if these families were to succeed, basically Disney would have to one get their the approval of the families to use the characters, which is probably not going to be cheap. And then they're going to have to give the families a share of whatever they do having to do with the characters. So we can see why Disney doesn't want to do this and we can see why the family wants this. But I want to know from you guys is do you think the family has any standing or are they just being greedy? What y'all think? What y'all think? What do you lovely people think? Um, Zephyrina said, I can't wait to see the outcome. I mean, if they hired him for the sole purpose to create the character, it makes me wonder how it all works. Well, then that would be a work for hire. If they specifically hired him because they, they said, hey, we want a spider character or whatever, create one, that would be a work for hire. But the family is saying he created it independently and licensed it to Marvel. Uh, Margaret said, I think Disney will prevail. They may settle something with them. Yeah, I think that's probably a more likely outcome. Disney does not want to seem like, you know, the big ogre company. I feel like they'll, you know, throw them, throw them a couple hundred thousand to keep them quiet. Whew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to have to wait and see, but you know, this, this probably won't affect, you know, the end user, meaning the viewer, but on the back end, this would be a nightmare for Disney. Um, Zephyrina said, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, on that note, I would think the family is right. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to have to wait and see what happens, um, between, these, uh, you know, between, uh, Disney and these Marvel creators, um, I, I'm with Margaret, I really think Disney is going to prevail, they just have the money, they just have the money, okay, um, and, and, you know, maybe just throw something in the family's way just to keep them quiet, uh, yeah, but good luck to, to all of the people involved in that, okay, um, okay, I'm not doing this Cars for Kids story because I'm just not in the right mind frame right now. Um, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna end it here. Um, remember guys, we will not be on for the rest of the week. Your girl is flying out tomorrow morning. I'm gonna be on an island tomorrow, you know, doing my thing, looking all fly. Um, you know, check my stories for videos and pics and stuff like that. Um... I'm going to have a wonderful time with my family, um, and extend my summer for a little bit, but yeah, but, um, you know, I wanted to talk to you guys before I left and say bye. Um, if you have any issues or things like that, wait till I come back. Cause I'm not answering no questions. <laughs> Thank you, Zephyrina. 
Um, take care of yourselves. Uh, if you, if you miss me, you know, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and the podcast so you can see my face and hear my voice. I'm sure you haven't, um, uh, you know, caught every episode. Thank you, Margaret. But yes, um, I will leave you all here. Um, good night and bye.